Good afternoon, everybody. We're here on podcast number. I think this is right. I think we're at 199. So you guys are almost on a special one, but sorry, you're not. It's just 199. Our captain, Chris Williams, is, I think, Jared, correct me if I'm wrong, Chicago? Is that what uh, yeah, he will be in Chicago. I think as of right now, he is still in Iowa City, but he will be in Chicago later. Okay, so he's he's out, which is fine. Jared is in. Nick is in. Uh, we need the female perspective. KK is here today. We will try to make this as entertaining as possible for you. But without Chris, let's just face facts. It just won't be that good. Yeah. You know, it'd be really nice if there was somebody out there that was keeping track of the episodes yeah. to let us know what episode we're on. I'm pretty I, sure it's 199. Who's I, been on the show? Multi, which, how many times? I know. If, all, if on. only. If only. I'd nickname someone like that, like Catchman. Yeah. Well, he catches it all. That's, that'd be a good name for somebody. I yep. will say that C-Dub numbered last week as 197. So, so I think either, he's wrong. Either it's still wrong or... Uh, or or you're wrong. There was it's there, probably still there wrong, was though. there was some debate for a while when we did the. Uh, it always reminds me of the special episodes. Um, you know, different strokes had one with the pedophile bike shop owner, and uh, Jared. All the young people are like, "What? What are you talking about?" This is back in my era. Uh, special episode, uh, Growing Pains, when uh, when uh, Carol Seavers boyfriend died played by matthew perry he died drinking and driving uh special episodes ours was johnny gosh's mom was that counted as a forecast i believe it has not been i think that was a one-off uh so i don't think that's counting towards our 200 i don't believe it should be it was it was special but but if that one wasn't was the bachelor episode was that one counting i think that one counted when we went up to his his kitchen the one thing i will say is wasn't wasn't the the gosh episode in addition to that week's podcast? It, it might have been. I, if so. I remember correctly, that's what it was. So, but like the bachelor was that week's podcast. Yeah, it, it might have been. But regardless, we're getting close to two hundred, and we're gonna have a party. We just don't know where. Um, well, co co congrats on that. Co congrats. Yeah, the things that Fockers know. Um, shout out to High V there. <laughs> yeah. KK, I think KK gets offended here because you've got you got family connections. To the to the hiv, you're you're the first person that I knew, Wait, by the way, that to called the what? Yeah, yeah. So she said when I not when I first met her, but some time in the past, I was referring to high V, and she says, "You mean the hiv?" I didn't know anybody that called it the hiv because I think of the hiv as HIV, my man. So she's like, "What?" So it's true, right? You called it the hiv. At least you used to. Well, yeah, I did, but I know what the hiv. I know that people think, like, I know that the hiv is HIV. But it was also high V, right? Yeah. You ever hear anyone call it the HIV, Jared? Absolutely not. Yeah, for good reason. Yeah, I would say so. I wonder yeah. what this undercover cop's pulling yeah. in, or I wonder where he's going. There's stuff going down here at Charter House today. Uh, he's he's Charter House or uh, the uh, massage parlor? Undercover. He looks. That's a marked up vehicle there. I don't know. Talking about the HIV uh, reminds me. Um, if he comes in here, Jared, we got to pause. I got to talk to the popo. One one of my buddies. I, yeah. And they uh, about about it's a weird undercover this, cop car too. Yeah, it's all racked out with antennas. Maybe he's here to deliver some papers. He's not very under undercover. Oh, there is a chance here. Like this will sound bad, but we have a somebody here might be getting sued. This could this could be it as well. Is this a process server? It might be. It doesn't look like a cop, does it, Jared? Uh, it? No, absolutely not. Does not. It's look more like like a, like, like a bounty hunter. Like this guy goes. Is he a bounty hunter? Envelope in his hand. Yeah, if he has an envelope, he's coming for one of us. No, he's got sweatpants no, on. He has nothing but his Those... cell phone and the keys in his hand. But it does appear as though he's coming in here. All right, we're gonna we're gonna pause here and we'll come back with an update if he comes in. Wait, 
He's, oh. Oh, he's, he's doing what everyone does here because we don't have our window clings yet. He's looking up to, oh, uh, at the oh, sign. Just taking so. a step back, looking for some signage. Uh, I don't know where he's going. Is he looking for next door it is, by it's, chance? It's, maybe he's looking for U.S. Cellular. Yeah, maybe his phone's broken. This used to be U.S. Cellular. So, oh, now he's coming. Wait, back towards the door. Now he's coming oh. in. Nope, he's passing nope. it. I hope he goes to nope. the massage Oh, parlor. man. Is it tuggy time? I don't know what it is. He's walking past this past. Uh, nope. Now he's going Ameri- back to the vehicle. The American <laughs> flag patch on his shoulder is really patriotic. And this his, guy. His dad's sweatpants. No, this guy does not know what the heck he's doing. The light, Yeah, I don't know. Sorry for this breaking news, but this was interesting to Nick, us. Nick, you know that he can probably see you, right? This guy's taking my Do you photo. Know tinted windows work. Those windows are not tinted. That was exciting for a second. I thought something was about to go down, but now he's backing out of the parking space. He's apparently not. Aww. I don't know what he's doing. That is a strange vehicle. That would have really been something if someone got served live on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that would have been. Do you want to tell? Do you want to tell the story or nothing? Zero. There's not really a story to tell, and probably wouldn't be smart right now to say anything. Oh, on the advice of an attorney. Yeah. I got it. Okay, we're not going to go down that road. So, just exciting times around here. Can we tell people the the who, how we named our Dropbox? So we got a new Dropbox here at Charter House. If you need to drop off like some documents or something, it's right outside. Jared can see it. It's a uh, oh, yeah. yep. it's a nice little. It, it's little a metal. Red. It's a metal box. It happens to be red. But uh, Nick actually came up with the name because we like to name things around here. We named it Fant. So the Dropbox is Fant. Why is it Fant? It just stands there and drops things. Yeah. He's also <laughs> going to be really, really rich really soon. So you guys can make it. It doesn't have fans. to make oh, any sense. Oh, listen to the hawk. It doesn't have to make any want. sense. Listen to the hawk. All you want. Over here. There's more to life than money, KK. You guys want to talk about that basketball game last night? <laughs> Fart noise. That's what. We looked good for a while, right? Yeah, not really. Yeah, we did. Yeah, but then, then the refs. I wouldn't say and then, good. Then, then we had the, the lead. And, and all sorts we of things lead. like that. That was, yeah. that they gave the game. Typical all right, Jared. I'm just talking. Well, Jared, Jared follows these things closely. I'm sure he watched every second of the game, analyzed it. I bet he's watched it twice. What was the, what was the, uh, you can't pick this up on TV. What was the atmosphere like at Carver Hawkeye last night? All 150 people there you could hear on TV. Yeah, I can tell you that absolutely. Much. Yeah, It was loud. It, there was a surprisingly large number of empty seats, but it was loud. It was a good atmosphere. You could yeah. tell that they were amped up, especially once uh, once they got control of the game. When the during the little scuffles, yeah. it was uh, it got pretty loud. So we, it, it, yeah, simplicity's sake, we can say we lost because we went seven minutes without scoring any any baskets. That doesn't help. That's bad in a basketball game. Yeah, it is bad in a basketball game. It's, what, it's not really good in any game. What what what's your take on the game last night? What do you see? Uh, I mean, I. I just think that Iowa State played as bad as they've played the entire season. That's one thing. And the one thing I never thought that I would see from this team based on what we've seen from them so far this year is them getting out-hustled, out-toughed. You know, I thought that their energy and their toughness was going to be one of their biggest strengths. Yeah. And last night they got bullied. I mean, they got bullied for 40 minutes. Yeah. And and really, I think you could see the game turn in the moment when Cordell Pemsel runs in and – uh, and shoves Michael Jacobson out of the way. Yeah, Steve Prohm is out on the other end of the court, dragging Michael. What was Jacobson the deal the with Pimsel? By the way, earlier in the week, he's out for the season. It's announced, right? He's getting surgery, and then oh yeah. no, nope, I'm kidding, kidding. I'm uh, back in. That's some gamesmanship right there. I know. I think the dude just decided that he was going to get. He was going to try, and so now is he going to be out now? 
No, I mean, he still could be. He still could be, but I, I don't think that that's what the current plan is. Yeah. Uh, I, but I, I just think that those guys got punched in the mouth, you know, early on in the game, and they kind of backed down from it. Yeah. But I did think it was, and I don't know if this is going to be a trend. I don't think that this is like any kind of indictment on the team in general. But in that moment, when McCaffrey and Jacobson are starting to get into it, I thought that it was telling of the entire game that there was five Hawkeyes right there and there was only one Cyclone. And it took the coach running out onto the court to drag Jacobson out of the way. Yeah. That I I was like, okay, these guys on one side of the of the floor are ready for a fight if it comes down or to Or they that. have and each other's does, back, yeah. et cetera. And it doesn't seem as though yeah. that's the case on the other end. I thought Cam Lard should have played a lot more minutes than he did. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. That's a whole other issue. Though. Sure, sure. Um, I, I think Iowa State will be fine. You know, it's yeah. it, it, it's a we've seen better Iowa State, more talented Iowa State teams than this one go in there and lose. Yeah, I mean, think of that team two years ago with Monte and Deontay and yep. Naz and three guys that are all playing in the NBA right now. Yep, and they got their asses kicked. Yep, uh, for the most part. But this team, I I think they'll be okay. I would say uh, our our fearless old uh, compatriot here, Adam Gray said in a text message last night and, and you got to keep in mind 99.9 percent of what gray says is sarcasm i, I think he probably I, I, believes this one i would take the over um he was saying that um iowa state uh will make the tournament so will iowa but it will be the nit tournament that <laughs> iowa makes uh, primarily because i will still be below 500 in conference play uh agree with that or disagree i think that's a i think that's fair um I will say that I think Iowa, especially in the first half of the game last night, played out of their minds to a little to an extent. Yeah. I don't think you're ever gonna get twenty points in the first half from Isaiah Moss again this season. If yeah. you do, then that guy's gotten way better than what I sure. ever thought that he was going to be. Sure. Uh I will give him that Wieskamp didn't look like himself. Yeah. Uh, Banged up with, though. Yeah, with his ankle injury. And a lot of teams, I think, are going to have a better plan of guarding Tyler Cook than what Iowa State did. I mean, that their plan early on in the game was they were going to use THT to just use his quickness and try and work his way around him all the time. Once that didn't work because THT had to play 35 minutes or whatever yeah. it was and he got tired, that just didn't work that he was able to get whatever he wanted to. Yeah. And that's where I think that large should have came in. When you see – when you've got an all-conference big guy on the sitting on the bench, I don't care – the thing about Prohm said after the game, they didn't look engaged in the first half. I think that that's because his teammates didn't really do anything to engage him in the game. Yeah. And so it made it easy for, I mean, being a big guy, I know this, when your teammates don't throw you the basketball, when you have done the work to get the basketball, yeah. you get, it doesn't take you very long to be running up and down the court thinking, what the hell am I doing out here? Yeah. And I think that that was probably a part of that situation. And we saw when he came in, they're down 20. The wheels have completely fallen off. He comes in, locks Cook down, is able to get some rebounds and block a couple shots and just contest some things at the rim. And they go on an 8-0 run to get back within 12. And all of a sudden, Iowa State has momentum again. Yeah, You get into the under-8 timeout and Prom takes him out. And I looked at Rob Gray. I'm like, what What the hell are you doing? Yeah. The one guy on the floor that's brought you in your energy yeah. in the entire game. And you take him out. And that didn't make any sense to me. So I think that it was... I think it was one of the more poorly coached games that Steve Prohm has had in yeah. his time at Iowa State. Yeah. I think that the guys did not look ready 
to go out and for it to be a fist fight. And that's what it was going to be in that environment in a rivalry game. It's yeah. always going to be. Yeah. Do you, uh, and your job's tough. I mean, obviously you're, you're doing some of the post game stuff. I like any, anybody that, that and it comes with the territory, but anybody that can say what you just said, you know, it's his worst coach game. Doesn't mean he's a bad coach. Just, no. That's his worst coach game. That's always a tough position for you guys to be in because you got to interview him next week. And you get, and not that he's going to hear the forecast and you right. hear that, but it, it, it's tough to be critical of the people that you have to cover. I know you guys would rather not be critical because it means we're playing well. Yeah. But in a game like last night, you, you shouldn't get down 20 to Iowa. Well, I mean, that just shouldn't happen. And that's where after the game, people are tweeting at CETA and saying uh, that we're an extension of Iowa State. And that were basically Iowa State's PR and all yeah. this kind of stuff. And I, I think a lot of people think that, by the way. Me and him are texting, and I'm like, it's like, dude, I'll, I'll go on and rip prone all night. When are you ever going to see an Iowa State PR person go yeah. and rip prone? It's I like, think, this I is, think people he, do this, get confused, by the way, and think that Cyclone Fanatic is an arm of Iowa State. Though. And that's, I mean, I understand it, you know. Obviously, we rely on Iowa State to some sure. extent, but we're going to tell it how it is. Yeah. And, and I take pride in the fact that, yeah, regardless of the fact that, yeah, I think Steve Prom's a great guy. I, me and Steve get along well in the interactions that we have. But I think he respects the fact, too, that when it comes time where he has done something yeah. that I view that he's done it poorly, he knows I'm going to be fair about it. You know, I'm not going to go out and say fire him because yeah. I, I, I still think Steve's a good coach. Bring I think this back is a good Fred. Team, but that last night was not his best night. Yeah, agreed. And I appreciated Prom. I think you were there at the uh, basketball kickoff thing over at Whiskey River earlier when I asked him the question. Um, and I appreciated the way he answered it, which was immediate. Um, I asked him, Coach, what uh, this season will be a success if, and just left it open ended like that. And he immediately said, We make the tournament. I mean, it was not, there was zero thought to it. He knows that. So um, this team will be pretty good. I think we could be really good. You just never know yeah. until you get into conference play. There's a lot of talent out there. Um, you know, but yeah, last night last night stunk. Give the Hawks credit. You know, I don't like ever doing that, but they played much better than we did yeah. and defended their home court. So you know, they can win all the football and basketball they want. Bring it on co- on the cross country court so, so, field. So KK te- KK texted me that last night. She's like, Congrats on the cross country and soccer wins. Women's women's soccer. Oh, uh, was it women? killed it. Oh uh, well, you know. It's, uh, That's what it's all about. Well, if we asked my brother what was the biggest one of the year, he'd say cross country, of course. I mean, that's <laughs> that's where we dominate. So he'd be. Oh, really? Your brother's into cross country? Yeah, I just, had no idea. Just a little bit. He told he tweeted at me and told me he would have. Uh, he wished he had gone to the game on Monday just to see the cross country team honored on the court. <laughs> oh my gosh! And you know it's funny. He he believed that. He like he actually. Oh, I, I was be- thinking that. I believe it one hundred percent. Did he go to the game last night? Not to my no. Okay, for <laughs> no, some reason he did I not. He, he did, did not. For some reason, I thought he was tweeting that he did. No, the only time he really likes to travel away from uh, Huxley, where he lives, is uh, like cross country nationals and things like that. <laughs> he's gone to Purdue for one. He's gone to Wisconsin for one. I mean, yeah, I don't get it, man. I do not get it. Well, all right. So the game stunk last night. It is what it is. Um, there was some breaking news. Was it today with with the the freshman of the year yeah, in the Big Twelve? That was this morning. Yeah, Puka. Puka Williams, uh, who S. Miles just inherited down in Kansas, uh, arrested for what's the official charge? Do we domestic know? Domestic battery. Suspicion domestic of domestic battery. Is this a case where, based on the um, place we are in society, obviously depends maybe on what he did, and if there's video of it, we found that's pretty important. Um, does he have to get kicked off of Kansas? Okay, so this is where 
Is it just depending on the state, the wording? So what's the difference between domestic battery and domestic assault? I don't know that there's any is there, difference. Okay. So I, I, I view, I view battery as okay. assault, yeah. but oftentimes you hear assault and battery. Yeah. That's what I didn't understand. I, I read it and I was like, okay, so is this, he, you know, he beat up his girlfriend. Like what exactly does this mean yeah. in the grand scheme of sure. things? And that, I mean, that's something that I'm sure we'll eventually find out when the, the criminal complaint comes yeah. out. Batter- right now, it's just because he's only been booked in Nick's Nick's Bat- Battery is the uh, is when you've actually have actually physically harmed someone. Assault can also include just a threat to harm someone. Okay. okay. All right. So he, well, and and even then, unfortunately, it's still a gray area because that can mean I think it can mean a shove, or it can mean you beat somebody up. Yep. And there is a big difference between those. N- 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 for the record, neither of them are okay. Like, they all suck. Thanks for clarifying. Domestic. Well, it's like in this day and age, it's like, oh, Mark's okay with it shoving, but not uh, with beating up. No, it's all, don't, don't, uh, don't touch women in that way. I mean, I'm, that's the rule, right? It's Even just, if absolutely. they sometimes deserve it, you just can't, just don't do it. I mean, you've been around a couple of years and I've managed to just not do that once to you. So yay for me. <laughs> it's, been, it's been great. How many Let's times? we can keep how, that streak going. How many yeah. times have you deserved it? Yeah, it's well, just none from you, <laughs> none from me. Um, but yeah, does it get kicked off? That's the ultimate question. You know, it, it, anymore, it's like you got to release the player in the NFL. Um, and in Ray Rice's case, he never got another chance to play. This is a young kid and people will probably weigh that in his favor. Yeah, there's been other cases. You look at someone like uh, Mixon that Oklahoma had problems. And he, he now has an NFL career. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is another one. Um, and, and, and even Kareem Hunt. I don't think he's out of the league no. at, at this point. I think he'll go go on. Cream Hunt. Kareem. Oh. I think. <laughs> Come on, don't act like you Poss- don't know all about Kareem She's Hunt. A, that's a new possible name. Cream. 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 Yeah, as you're cream. thinking about baby names, name, cream name our daughter Hunt. Sugar. Cream, cream. cream and sugar. Cream, cream <laughs> Espinosa. I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. So obviously, you can't really predict what's going to happen without knowing what he did. Yeah. Uh, but it's just tough in today's society to be like, oh, we're just going to look past this and move on. Yeah. Knowing, knowing what Nick just read the charge to basically mean, and knowing that Les Miles is a new coach, I would imagine that he has probably played his last down of football at Kansas. But that's just because, as a guy, a new coach, if you come in, and again, depending on what actually happened and it, what the, it, whether or not it's going to go to court and if he's going to be found guilty, all this different kind of stuff, you can't set the tone and have that be what happens in your first two weeks on the job yeah. where it's like, oh, yeah, our star player got charged with domestic battery and we're just going to sure. suspend him for two games. Yeah, I, I think that Les Miles will have to set some sort of tone. I would be surprised to see Puka Williams play another down a football at Kansas, but yeah. I think he will play again. And this is where it comes down to with Kareem Hunt. He probably would not have gotten released by the Chiefs if he had just been honest about mm-hmm. what had happened from the beginning. Yeah. He flat lied to him. Yeah. And their uh their release said as much. It's like it's it didn't have as much to do with the fact that he did it. It had more to do with the fact that he did it and then blatantly lied to them about what had happened when there was proof out there yeah. that this had happened. Yeah. The truth will typically catch up with you. At some point in the uh, pop culture world, we saw this, I think, last night for the most part. Um, Kevin Hart had agreed to host the Oscars. I'm not sure who was the first host of the Oscars, but he stepped in for somebody. I, I, I don't they remember the find first someone one for the longest time. So he agreed. He agreed to do it and was pumped about it. But then people start looking at his old tweets 
and which why you even let old tweets exist in the first place if your celebrity is beyond me uh but found some homophobic tweets from i don't know if it was 2011 or it was it had to have been a long time ago it was yeah. it was quite a while ago but they still existed so now he's you know I don't think he got fired. I think he stepped down because of his insensitivity and all of that. I mean, if you have bad stuff in your past and someone wants to dig and, and find it, this Kareem Hunt thing, yeah, should he have been honest? Speaking of Kareem Hunt, there's now a Outside the Lines story yeah. that uh, just was released about, about about the night. And they went through hours and hours of hotel footage and basically it. Here, Apparently, is- like I've heard varying stories, some girl didn't want to have sex with one of his friends, and that started it. And it was what's, it was- <clears throat> what's clear from available evidence is that a hotel security staffer and Cleveland police officers appeared skeptical of the girl's account, and that police did not see surveillance video that morning, even though witnesses on both sides of the altercation implored officers to do so. So basically, I don't think that the investigation was probably very thorough and it just I, that's kind of why it I, fell through the cracks i thought i extent. saw that the cleveland police are now investigating how the nfl or tmz got that footage because there was no freedom yeah, of information act, yeah. right but there was no official like freedom of information act that i requested there well someone at the hotel maybe got paid or that's whoever think, yeah. yeah um for those that didn't see that video by the way and i didn't analyze the video i think i saw it twice what it looks like, because a lot of people think he punched somebody or whatever it looks like he kind of ran into a dude who then knocked the girl down and then he gave what appeared to me from my two passes through appeared to give her the world's weakest kick I've ever seen. Kind of like a love tap with a foot is how I would describe it. And I don't know if anything happened beyond that, but that's what I saw. And again, I'm not saying he didn't do anything. He did, but it wasn't this savage beating that some of the headlines and that's what we're talking right. about. Like he he would have been suspended and he deserved to be suspended, yeah. but why he was cut was because he lied about the whole thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that what you mentioned is the the love tap. That was when I watched that video. That's the one moment where I'm like, okay, dude, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like when everything seems to have finally diffused itself. Yeah. It, it was kind of like her and just pushes then, her over. It was kind of like he was being pulled away and like, oh, yeah. before I go, yeah, I'm going to give you a little shove at the foot, so, so to speak. And to me, the the idea that no one was ever going to find out is just pure ignorance. Like yeah. that's that's just in, the, in this day and age. Yeah. All right. Well, we, no more talking about uh, abusive women. Let's talk about KK. You saw a really great movie the other night, right? What was it called? We're, we're, we're going to switch over to Christmas movies. It's that time of year. Something a engagement. Star is born? No, 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 no. no so, what I watched last night. No, the one about engagement. What was that? Oh, I don't know if it was called a holiday engagement or Christmas engagement. Was that on Lifetime or no, Hallmark? Netflix. No Christmas movies. Yeah, was it good? Do you want? Do you recommend it to the audience? Uh, probably not. No, my husband slept through. What was the premise of this movie? What? Um, this girl, her fiance broke it off with her like three days before she was going home to her family, who has never met a, like any guy in her life, and she didn't want to disappoint her mom, so she hired oh, yeah. another guy mm-hmm. to come home, fake um, it. Yep. And did an okay job until then her ex-fiance showed up at the door. And long story short, she didn't even love her fiance. She just was trying not to disappoint her parents. And so, so she, she, she ended up falling in love with the guy that she hired. Of course. So it's, it's about a man whore, right? This guy whores himself out. He's taking some money or and something like that to was, act as. And then yeah, services, like more services ended up being rendered. Whether or not those were, were to be paid for. Yeah. Cal? 
Um, I'm just going to say, I'm really disappointed in the inventory of Christmas movies on Netflix this year. Oh, they just, they all seem to so suck. So the question here is best, best Christmas movies, favorite Christmas movies. Do, do you have any, Jared, that, that stick out? Because you never know. This is one of these things. Uh, you assume people have seen everything. They haven't seen everything. Uh, then, of course, you've got the great debates of what's a Christmas movie, what isn't. Um, so the official definition is is what? It, it just re- the central theme has to revolve around Christmas. There's snow on the ground. I mean, Die Hard is the is the number one one that is like that centers around that discussion. So, where do you fall on that debate? I mean, I don't think I don't think of it as a Christmas movie. It's a movie that happens at Christmas time. Yeah. to me, and yeah. I, I don't define that as a Christmas movie. It's not like your family feel good. No. Yeah. Hug, so if you think, it oh, out. it's the Christmas season, what movie should we watch that everyone can enjoy? I don't think most people think of Die Hard, but it, it gets where it gets confused is they're at the Christmas party. Yeah. There's the references where he dresses up the, the dead terrorist as Santa Claus ho, and ho, writes, ho. writes ho, ho, ho on his shirt. So we'll get out the window. My kid's eating. What's, what's he eating? It looks like a bagel. sand. Yeah. A plain bagel. My kid's just walking around eating a, eating a bagel. Um, so, so favorite Christmas movie? Do you have any? Do you have any that immediately jump to mind, Jared? Do you have a favorite? Uh, I mean, for me, Home Alone, Home Boom. Alone Two. Yep. I think that those both are squarely in the conversation. Uh, I think the Jim Carrey Grinch is good. Really? Yeah. And then uh, I know everybody likes Elf, but I think I'm hot take. I think that movie's absolute hot garbage. All right, oh, we're wow. we're about to start that's, swinging. Yeah, that, that, that is, that's a hot take. It's a garbage. I mean, a hot garbage take, but it, it's still a hot it take. Is. That's all right. You got to. That's you, not a popular you, opinion. You got to go a little deeper than that. Did you say what? Christmas Vacation? No, no. I mean, I, that's a good one too. I shouldn't. We're not. We're not going to let you off the hook now. You just called Elf garbage. <laughs> it's garbage movie. What? Like, okay, fine. I, it. Okay. Why? It's more. I get annoyed with movies that are played continuously over and over and over again. I. It, like first, when a I Christmas first saw it, story. I thought it was fine. You know, it's an okay movie. It's funny at, at times. But once you, during the month of December, you see it on FX for the 600th time in 20 days, and you're like, I'm so tired of this goddamn movie right now. <laughs> I'm singing. I'm in a store and I'm singing. It, it, it also might be one of the things where like everybody loves it. So you're like, it. it's a good movie, but it's not the greatness that everybody wants to portray it as maybe yeah so jared's just you know I get a, it's he's more, going the other way he's, he's gonna remember jared he's gonna sits on a throne of lies yeah. that's what that's what he does yeah um no is it my favorite no it's not my favorite i like it um christmas i mean christmas vacation is is way up there mm-hmm. obviously if christmas is in the title i think we can all agree that it's a christmas movie so that one would qualify for sure um I grew up with with watching some some weird ones that a lot of people listening would be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" There was one called uh, "House Without a Christmas Tree" that my parents made me watch all the time. The dad was a real ass and wouldn't let his family have a Christmas tree. Was this like your Elf on the Shelf? Like they showed you this to show you how good probably you have it and to make probably you a little bit. Uh, it didn't work, did it? The classic that, of course, Jared's gonna know that I talk a lot about Emmett Otter's Jug Man Christmas. <laughs> that's a big one. But that's a, I thought that was a show. No, no, that's a that's a movie. That for- it's a it's a Muppet inspired Jim Henson production okay. called Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. I, it was on HBO, I think, when I when I was growing up. I don't even want to tell people to not even Google it because then they will. Like, yeah, I just I don't even want to talk about this anymore. Like, no, it's I, the I, I, sho- thing, I showed man. you a clip, and it's, it's so it's, weird. It's, Say it's, that for it, it's a 
No. Okay, I thought you did. Did you say Freaking. the F word? Jared was okay, worried. No, about. I just I needed to write it down if no. you did. So I was just like, okay. I was yeah, no F word. Uh, did it, you it, say effing? I said, I think frickin', frickin'. frickin'. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, was, I mean, I'm not fast, so that's why I'm not. I I'm not Benzy here. Right? I mean, he said frickin'. So uh, Google that one, people. Look it up. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, um, House Without a Christmas Tree. Uh, what else? How do you guys feel about the uh, the old school claymation Christmas movies? Um, so you're not talking about you're not talking about um, like uh. The- you're not talking about Rudolph because that's not claymation. Well, but okay, I think that's, well, it's that, that's what that, he's referring to. That right, yeah. style. I mean, yeah. There's like the I, Santa Claus coming to town. Yeah, or, I'm nostalgic uh, for them. Yep. Burger. Or, I uh, can't stand to watch the whole freaking are they, thing though. Are they good? Uh, no. <laughs> you know what drives me crazy? And people that listen to this know this about me already. I'm. Uh, it's so dumb, in my opinion. And this is just the PC world we live in now. Rudolph is getting knocked big time now. Have you followed the, the especially this season? Rudolph is uh, shouldn't be shown anymore because Rudolph includes bullying. It includes. Um, Isn't that the it, point? Like to it, it, of rising above the bullying. Mm-hmm. Well, y- yes, you could make you could make that argument, right? Rudolph is special, right? He, he has a red nose. No one else does. His nose glows, right? And then he gets made fun of. And the coach, he has a coach that encourages the other people to leave Rudolph out of the games. And it's just we we apparently can't watch that stuff anymore. If it's not all Shangri-La and let's get along, then you can't can't watch it anymore. And then, of course, the other one is uh, the people are talking about is the song "Baby It's Cold Outside," uh, which is in the movie Elf when they kind of do that duet in the locker room scene. Um, that one's not good because the female version is saying things like "What's in this drink," and he's basically saying, "Don't worry, baby, it's cold outside." So, so in the song, in the song, she's expressing that she wants to leave. And he's like, no, 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 no. You need to stay. And apparently, okay. I at kinda, the, at I the end, at the end one. of the song, he raped her. I kind of that, get that's that how one. it ends. Yeah, I kind of understand that then. But yeah. Rudolph, I don't think that's that's a stretch. Yeah, but but can you take a song that was written sixty years ago, seventy years ago that people have enjoyed the entire time, and now say, well, the entire process of the song and why it was written has now changed because of the society we live in today i mean can, can, you, just, can you appreciate it for what it was then can we say the same about uh songs that they used to perform when they would put on blackface and do vaudeville acts i would say if you're talking about racism it's a little different you know okay. th- this is this yeah. is two people hanging out having some drinks together you know he just really likes her he enjoys her company yeah that's what i think he just thinks she's pretty and wants to hang out i mean it's like, is it any different uh, when you're on a date with someone you really like? I'm like, no, no, no. Just have one more drink. Just hang out. I could just, I can see that more than I can see the Rudolph thing. I can understand why that would be the case. Yeah. So will you sing it the next time it comes on? Or are you just going to Probably not. I don't like Christmas music either. No Christmas music, huh? No, completely anti-Christmas music. KK has been playing it since uh, the 1st of November. So. Oh, before that. I think it was before that. <laughs> you guys were. She started off with the what? country Christmas crap too. Like that's. Like let's go traditional or, you know. So, so you hate all right? of them? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. <clears throat> like uh, any any song comes on this Christmas, you're just like that's that's garbage. I just I all, avoid it at all costs. It's, he apparently I'm, doesn't want to celebrate the birth of Christ. Here's guess, a fun thing so. that you guys all have coming up. Maybe at some point here, but uh, Seton's almost old enough. My my boys now have talked about the alternate words to jingle bells or whatever yeah, yeah. the song is right rudolph you're right you got to batman all, smells robin yeah. laid an egg yeah yeah, yeah. And so now but now i get to hear all those versions and i <laughs> i want to so badly yell them and to just knock it off and shut it up is but it, 
That was also are there idea. are there I other words for Rudolph? There. Like Rudolph, the, the way that I always learned it is you can you throw an extra like things. a light bulb, right? Like like yeah. Washington or like whatever. Monopoly. All that crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Monopoly. It's uh, do you guys do, do specifically you because you're the only one here with kids? Do you do Elf? Elf on the Shelf? Are, are <laughs> I don't. No, no, no. That man. I'm going to, but I think I'm going to be. I was telling your wife this the other day. I'm going to be that mom that like tortures my kids with it. Also, <laughs> like hey, but if you're going to do that, hey, people. also be the mom that doesn't need to post it all over social media just so everyone can like and share. And Look at this creative it. pose like, do that it. came Why don't you just with. do it just for your kids and not for the social media aspect? Of no, it. because be Nick, apparently you did not get the memo that if it doesn't hit social media, it didn't <laughs> happen and it didn't count. You're also a bad parent. You're a bad parent. Yep. Yeah, I know. Um, here's what social media does. Maybe not to you, but the way I perceive it sometimes, and I realize this is a reflection on me. You see certain things, you're like, oh, man, I am I suck at being a parent. I, I think a lot about that. Specifically, we've got a guy that's been on this podcast a couple of times, and his wife is one of those that will do a lot of the things that makes it so you feel like you're just lazy, terrible parent, etc. I don't know if this is a common thing, but an example of what I'm talking about, uh, this individual wrapped... Uh, probably bought, I guess, but bought and wrapped at least 25 different Christmas books. And each day at bedtime, they open one and read that book. Wow. Okay. That to me is like, all right, that's probably like parent of the year type stuff. And I'm not ever going to win that award. <laughs> that's a little <laughs> excessive. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. just excessive. Yeah, so you know they're creating memories for their right. kids. I'm not going to say it's a bad idea. Don't do it. I mean, but it yeah. makes the rest of us... Uh, look terrible. But does it make you love your kid any less than that? I think it does, does it Nick. Make, nah, I think it does. Nah. I think that's exactly what it means. I only love my kids at fifty percent because I'm not willing to do these things. <laughs> oh, I hope Seton doesn't. Well, they got to try one. harder than don't they? They got to try harder to earn Daddy's love. Yeah, but you really better hope he doesn't because he's gonna be like, Mom, Dad only loves us fifty percent. What the heck? So, uh. We, we read. We just Seton. don't have the special Christmas books. Seen's a huge listener of the podcast. I actually bet you do. I know how many books you have at your house. Yeah. books. You definitely have Christmas books. But he's supposed to go back and rewrap them now just to read them. Or go buy 25 new ones. Yeah. I mean, how many Christmas what that, books What are that there? tells me is there's a lot of Christmas books yeah. out there. Your kids don't want. On new Amazon. New 25 new Christmas books probably. Yeah. They want 25 new PlayStation or games. Toys. The things you guys without kids have to look forward to is the thing I went to last night. My daughter's um, Christmas concert at uh Ankeny Christian and uh the sound of three and four year olds singing all it's not it's perfectly not, in tune it's, it's not not good right on man. time not good my man and I will admit this I'm okay admitting this uh the time passed quickly because I have the Fox Sports Go app on my phone <laughs> and I might have been watching the Iowa State game did you see Keith, that was Keith Murphy's video yeah, what was he at? It looked like I Katy don't Perry. Know. Yeah. Or a Katy Perry knockoff. I mean, he apparently had, it looked like a pretty good seat. He was in the front but, row. Jeez. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sure that was planned for social media. But again, no, another example of it. No, that's it, real. It didn't happen unless it was on social yeah. media, but that's what he needs to do. So, uh, Nick, you never said your favorite Christmas movie? One we haven't uh, talked about, by the way, Love Actually. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. Do you love it? It's not <laughs> favorite. Yeah. Definitely a Christmas movie. I mean, I'll fight anybody on this. So I did a, I did a top five last week of my Christmas movies. Mine's Home Alone. And it's mostly because I just I grew up with the movie. Yeah. You know, like you didn't have. Well, I mean, my parents were, I guess, somewhat responsible. And I didn't watch Christmas Vacation until I was probably old enough to understand. Sure. Most of the stuff in there. Or, yep. You know, some of the words and everything. But, um, you know, so that's made it under the list. Um, I've, only, I've seen Love Actually twice now. Yep. I mean, it's not the worst movie. I just the ending. There's so many just 
nothing is finished in that movie. They're like, we got to end a it. A month later, we got to end it. A month later, they all come off the same freaking airplane. Like, what are we doing here? And <laughs> I mean, uh, are these people back together? Does this does Colin he brings all these chicks back? Are they gonna are they moving in now? Are they all getting married? What's going on? Yeah, there's no resolution in that movie. Nick except needs for closure. It's in an airport. Have you seen? Have you seen it? Love I actually? have not. Have not. So it's on Netflix, right? It is. Yeah. All right. Do you have a girlfriend? No. Oh, that's why he hasn't seen it. <laughs> oh. Just get you one of those, and then you'll have to watch. KK, it. do you like yeah. it? Do you like Love Actually? Yeah. It's a great cast. Yeah, I love watching like, like the British, like, all the accents and stuff. Love Actually like will. Well, it is a Christmas movie. It's a it's a vignette movie. So you've got five or six different storylines going on, and they all somewhat interconnect um but it's a very entertaining movie and that's there's nothing wrong with that it's not oscar award worthy but does the movie hold your attention from the time it starts to the time it ends and i would say that is one yeah that absolutely holds your attention i know adam gray loves that movie oh oh, let me talk about movies i don't like love actually Have have you seen that movie what a piece of crap garbage what a piece of garbage crap yeah, no, I I do recall that. I think he he rises to the level of he'll fight somebody that doesn't like. Him. Oh yeah, 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 he will. That's it's, it's a weird hill to die on, but I mean, I guess he's he's got convictions well, about something at least. We are talking about Adam Gray. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I could tell people, hey, watch it with your kids, but uh, don't, <laughs> don't. No, yeah, there's that. I mean, that whole that little vignette that those characters are completely ancillary. To, yeah, there's a know, part there's a part of the movie that involves a couple of people. They aren't porn stars, but they're on a porn set as stand-ins for lighting and stuff like that. Uh and they're naked. They're naked in a few scenes and it has zero to do with the movie and could easily be not in the movie and not change the movie one single bit. And a lot of people don't like it because of that that part of the movie, but Otherwise, I fully endorse it. Just don't watch it around your kids. What about the Santa Claus movies, Tim Allen? Uh, not a fan. Not a fan. I, I love the first one. Yeah, there was an original the, movie called, I think it was called Santa Claus that came out in like 1985. Uh, I think John Lithgow was in that from Harry and the Hendersons. That, you know, um, the Trinity Killer. Let's- yeah, from Dexter. There you go. Um, that that one was like Santa Claus to, to me. Um, and it's, I probably haven't seen it since 1985. But in my mind, that's the way it should be. So I'm not not a not a particular fan of those. And I like the Santa Claus mostly because I I think I've seen every episode of Home Improvement twice, two, yeah. three, four, five times, whatever. Yeah. So it's a Tim Allen thing. They're like, oh, yeah. I like Tim Allen. And now, it's, and then again, it's, it's a yeah. childhood movie. So and then you can really kind of branch off, like what's a Christmas movie, what's not. Um, the Nicolas Cage classic, Fam- Family Man. Have you seen that one? It's yeah, kind of, it's a little it's bit been, like it's, it's a, a wonderful life. What does your life look like if you, you know, not been born or married someone else? Whatever yeah. the premise of that one was, uh, but but that was a good one. So I don't know. I guess overall, I'm a fan of Christmas movies. I think they're okay. Yeah, I mean, there's only a couple that I'll make a point to watch. It's a Wonderful Life is one. It's on Christmas Eve every year. It's never, a Wonderful Life is never seen it. Awesome. You've never, never seen, seen it? it. I've never seen oh. it. That's a movie where Those you just kind of. Like it's such a, f- a part of the fabric of America. That, yeah. That you kind of need to see it just just oh, for that. Oh, cool. So I'm not American now. Yeah. Great. No. Basically. Yeah. Great. Well, fantastic. no or less. You're not. I have a feeling. KK, you seen that one? It's no, a Wonderful I'm not Life. Not American either. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I've probably seen it. I just don't. It's black and white. Does that help? Oh no. Uh, <laughs> actually, now that you say that, I think I have seen that. I'm reminded of people young enough that never grew up having to know anything other than a remote control for their no. TVs. Yeah. My grandparents didn't have remote controls. Oh. So is it a good or a bad thing that nobody brought up a Christmas story? Because I mean, that's that seems to be more of a divisive movie. I think it's overplayed. Point. I think it's overplayed. Not overplayed in the sense. No, not not overplayed like the sense of how many times it's on TV. I think it's overplayed as being 
the best one out there. Yep. I don't particularly like the movie all that much. I don't hate it, but I don't like the movie because of the era that it's in. I just that just doesn't appeal to me. Like the cars that they were driving because it's the fifties. Yeah, fifties. I think that it is probably regarded as highly as it is because it was one of the first ones of that yeah. genre. Yeah, just that style. I mean, the Christmas Vacation type movie. Uh, and home alone that kind of stuff i just feel like there probably wasn't that many movies when that like that when yeah. that one came out but now it's so really charter it's your blown elf up, blown out of proportion what jared thinks maybe elf you think of christmas it's just overrated and it's too talked about it's overquoted all that kind of stuff maybe yeah maybe okay all right well we gotta get to lunch kk do you have any suggestions for the guys because it's mostly guys what's the hot gift of the year this year to get your girl i was thinking about besides that besides pregnant oh, oh can you insert a, a drum thing there on that one? I, I could, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> are there are there any hot gifts? Nothing? Uh if there are, I'm not uh, my gifts this year. I've heard the, uh, the the Roombas are really hot right now. Women are loving the Roombas. Um the yeah. the frying pan like sets and everything like that. They they love the, that. Oh, those are the good Christmas uh, yep. gifts? Yep. Yeah. Uh, the good nice nice broom set, broom and dust pan and everything. How about a spa day? Well, okay, or you could just do a spa day. I think I think Nick's on to something. Household appliances. Let's go over well. I think that's what I'm gonna get my husband. At Christmas time. A household yeah. appliance? No, I'm yeah. I tell you what, hey, if you do that, if you buy your wife, you know, a nice broom, some cookware, whatever it is, go ahead and tell them that Trotter House, you know, told them. Told you that. That's <laughs> and then when you get divorced and you need to sell the house, <laughs> call us. Call us. Absolutely. Yes. Speaking of selling a house before we get out of here, uh, this was supposed to happen. I apologize for anybody that was looking forward to having our our uh, friend up north join us today. Um, it's not the first time someone's seen or heard me and been disappointed. So Ryan Grove and I just never connected this week. I, I don't know what else to say other than that. So I talked to him on Wednesday. Yeah. Maybe. He said, I think I'm going to be on the podcast this week. I don't know, though. And yet there was never a single text between. Yeah, I don't know. Us, he, so. he brought it up to me, though. It, it didn't happen. So apologies to Ryan. But uh, buy a house from Ryan up in the Ames area. Uh, he'll help you buy or sell. Good dude. He will get on here at some point. Uh, especially talk basketball as we get into the conference season. That's kind of his thing. Uh, the man knows how to win a halftime contest at Hilton or actually probably first quarter contest, whenever that was. Um, we will be back maybe with episode 200 or 199 or 201 or wherever we are. Yeah, we got to check in, the, check in with the, uh, the catch man there. Well, yeah, we're going to ask Williams next week about a Chicago weekend. I think he was going with a slightly different version of events. Um, <laughs> as what transpired. Itinerary changed. On that one. Uh, the good news is that if he was wanting to hang with Fred, the calendar's a little bit more open. So hopefully they were able to connect. I have no idea if that's true or not. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. We will catch you next week.